Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Hey, we're off. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? We're all back together. The gang is back for the first podcast to kick off the 2021. And we got big news. We got lots of stuff to talk about. The Pats have cut down to 53 guys. We got a quarterback resolution after so long. How does it feel to start off? Mac Jones, baby. Oh, that feels good, man, to have a real quarterback. Let's go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable that Bill, uh, you know, Bill is really, really good at not showing his hand in things. And I think that that happens again with this. Incredible that he made the switch. I figured, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. Cam, no one thought he'd cut Cam. No one thought he'd cut Cam, really. Like, realistically, yeah. at, this, at this point, just go full on. All right, we're going with the rookie. We're getting rid of this guy. Amazing. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said it didn't catch me off guard. Uh, when I got the news, I was a little bit celebratory, not for the fact that Cam Newton didn't have a job, but because I think it's a huge confidence boost there when you say to Mac Jones, the rookie, that we believe in you so much, you're going to be the only quarterback we carry on this roster coming into the regular season. I think that does him a world of good. And I also think it shows to other players on the team that, if you perform well enough, you can make the roster. Not only make the roster, but you can start. And I think that's a really good message to send to not just Mac Jones, but the entire roster. We've been trying to figure out what the heck quarterback ever Tom Brady decided he free agent. So that goes all the way back to 2019. Then it's like, who knows what happens last season. And Cam signs on in June. We get all excited through September. Hit a, a rough patch. He's a free agent. He comes back. Then we spend a first-round pick on Mac Jones. And, okay, we'll spend 2021 getting Mac updated. And then he looked better than anybody could have asked through the preseason. Oddly enough, Cam looked much better than what yeah. we saw last season as well. But, I Debatable. mean, watching the two of them compared to each it seemed like Mac was already ahead of him just from the play on the field. Granted, he's playing later in the game. Again, lesser cost likely. Yeah. But it looks like a Patriots offense that we recognize. And stories that you heard out of camp, I mean, Mac's taking laps with alignment. He's gaining the respect of guys like Julian Edelman, Patrick Chung, Matthew Slater, hey about him. It's just mm-hmm. like everything was moving in the right direction. And it came down to like, what are we even doing with Cam? Like everybody right. knows Mac is going to quarterback at some point. So why not just make the move right now? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, like you said, we talked about it last week a little bit, just his dis- uh, Max decision making, um, how quickly his re- how quick his release was, his pocket awareness, reading defenses, knowing the situation. He was running two minute drills a lot faster than we would have anticipated. Cam couldn't run a two minute drill really all last year. I mean, how many inter- turnovers alone did he have last year on it? Um, you know, Granny, you were always a huge Cam fan. I didn't really want him back after last year just because he's not a fit. The guy was a absolute freak of nature for almost a decade which in the nfl takes a toll on you and he's at the point where those tools that he had to get him by you know that made up for the lack of his game in other places still made him a superstar and now it's like he's come back down to earth with a lot of his skills and he doesn't have that quick decision making the stuff that our offense needs i'm happy they went moved on with it we didn't know if it was a true quarterback competition and it proved to be the truest quarterback competition we've seen in 20-some-odd years. I mean, last year, like you said, Camp kind of walked in. He was going to be the starter. And now this year, 
everyone thought Cam was going to start week one. Everyone thought Cam was going to start maybe the first few weeks, depending on how many times they won. But Bill made the decision. He picked his team. He cut the guy no one expected, but everyone really didn't want anymore. So, right. Mac Jones, he's done it. I totally – I mean, you touched on a lot of good things there. I think the quick decisions, which Cam doesn't really make the quick decisions, and the accuracy are what, se- what separated the two. And I like the leadership he's shown as far as getting into the huddle, calling plays, getting everyone organized and on the same page, making adjustments at the line of scrimmage. Um, he just looks comfortable for a rookie, which you, you rarely see. Um, for someone to come in this quick and kind of de-seat, I don't know how long Cam was in the league, but it was over 10 years. So um, to come in and, and take that job from a guy that's been there that long. And, mm-hmm. and the other thing about Cam that I don't want to, you know, you know, kick him when he's down, but there's a lot of things about Cam that don't really fit the team. Like, you almost have to change the entire offense to, to, to put Cam into the offense. It was like two different offenses out there. Mac can play at almost any offense um, because of how quick his decision-making is. Um, and that, to me, is, is, a, big, is, a, is a big bonus in, in his court. And I think uh, the sky's the limit with this kid. I think we should be patient. I don't think the receiving depth chart is, is good enough to, to expect great things, but yeah. when those tight ends come back, I think you, you can start to expect a you know somewhat somewhat decent performance. I, I think it's a winning season with Cam or with him, just because of how good this defense looks, and um, you can afford to kind of take that decision take that decision at this point. Yeah, I think the, the team surrounding them. We'll get more into that as we break down broader. Just for Cam, I, I thought he looked healthier. I thought the arm strength was one of the things that felt during the games. He can't, if we no. have running play that's in second, and like we have no, if we have a penalty and now it's second of, yeah. of keeping that drive alive. And his tendency to hang on to the ball and let it collapse on causes like it it's this worse, vicious cycle. Worse. There are some negatives though. I mean, he did take, I think it was like four, four or five sacks in the uh, Giants game. Those I think will come with time. He'll learn. What Brady used to do a lot was just throw the ball away. And you say, yeah. oh, you know, it's a, it's a great play. And it, <clears throat> I think throwing the ball away is something that comes with time. I, I think it's hard for a rookie to be thrust into that and, and not take, the, you know, they take the sack, which is a play, but throwing throwing the ball away is the better play. Um, and I think that there are times when you see the touch he puts on the ball that Cam, yeah. just, Cam is just not capable of that touch throw. Yeah. And it's a beautiful ball that comes out. Even on the touch throws, the spiral's perfect. It's just a catchable Super ball. Super accurate. He's and always I, his misses I, are so far, like never that far. Right. And I heard you guys talking last week about how Cam's ball was coming out against the Eagles, and he was throwing like 100 miles an hour. He looked great, but that's not that's not always a good thing. Like a touch throw into space, I'll take that any day over. 100-mile-an-hour fastball right at the numbers. James White doesn't. But, yeah, what I was saying about Cam, his play level was back to get built the year, as Cam Absolutely. is, like, right now going to get because of the health concerns. Absolutely. One thing, they didn't have Cam, they actually. But at the end of the day, it kind of a dead heat quarterback starting position where we predicted Mac Jones make that. Mm-hmm. They went with was great. It becomes a question of your backup. I was always saying this, that Cam is not a backup. He's just... That's not in, you know, he the number one overall pick. He was the Heisman Trophy winner. He was NFL VP a few years ago. He was, he's the alpha and everybody just looking at him on the, holy shit. He, he was like a Goliath. He's listed at 6'5". That guy's at least 6'7". And he's just massive. He's probably physically. Arguably. Yeah. 
to to move that dude to a backup just doesn't fit. I mean, if if he doesn't want to be a backup, we're not playing Madden. If you're playing Madden, you're like, oh yeah, let's put Cam Newton a backup quarterback. We'll bring him in in goal line, whatever. He's better than Brian Hoyer, objective. But we're not dealing with Madden. These are human. There's personalities in the locker room. Brian Hoyer yeah. can slot right into for almost Cam Newton's uh, never yeah. done in his life. So it's like yeah. that would just a weird dynamics. They had to cut him. I mean, I I think to you know what it came down to when we were talking about this in weeks leading up, trying to figure out what Bill was thinking. Um, it seemed like Bill was always on his team. It Like, he kept starting, you know, the whole rep thing. Cam was kind of taking reps like he was the starter throughout, and I, I've been thinking about that. You know, why would he do that if he knew Mac was this good, say, three or four weeks ago? Um, why wouldn't he give Mac the starting reps? Why wouldn't he get him more accustomed to what, playing with the starting players and all that? Because that would really help Mac in the long term, and it comes back to, I think it was a true competition in that Bill was really, you know, not necessarily pulling for Cam more than Mac, but almost like, all right, you have every chance here, Cam. Like, go out there, don't run the ball, and show me that you can play quarterback in the NFL. Show me that you can lead this offense the way it needs to be led. In the second game, he did okay. And then the third game, he came out and he played terrible. He was god-awful in that. And Mac comes in, had a little trouble, then got going and ended up, playing really well through the ball most of the time, you know, throwing the ball all over the field. And it's like clear as day, you know, okay, by this the way, guy had the yeah. starters and couldn't do it. By the way, the highest PFF grade for a rookie quarterback in preseason is Pat Mahomes. Pretty good. I mean, company. he's got some good company. He's super accurate. He makes good decisions. The one thing I want to see him do is just learn how to throw the ball away. Yep. Um, but I, also I, think I also think it says a lot about – Belichick's confidence in him that we are actually going into the season with one quarterback on the roster. There's yeah, Boyer, Brian Boyer's on the practice squad right now, right? Boyer's on the practice squad, and, and I believe Stidham is on PUP. Yeah, Stidham's probably not even on the team anymore. Well, at the moment, there's no real backup on the roster, which is incredible, especially considering you know Max taking some hits. He's got a left knee brace on. Um, I mean, I would be I would be a little concerned. Yeah, I mean, I want Mac to last the season. That's pretty much the only thing I could get my head wrapped around with keeping Cam on the team, if that was the option, was keep him, have him start so many games just so it lessens Mac's season. Because, I mean, he's played college, was you know, especially last year. What, they played 10 total games or something? Right, yeah. And I don't know how many it was, but it wasn't many. So it's like you go from 10, you're literally doubling it with preseason games. So Well, Alabama's more than most, but yeah, I agree. Alabama's more than most, absolutely, but still, you know, the NFL is going to get new, getting used to uh, 17 games, seven playoff teams. You know, there's more football this year, just for the NFL level. So his durability is a concern. We have a great running game. We have a great running uh, offensive line, especially for run block. I hope they run it and run it and just put him in successful plays, uh, successful situations where he can, you know, prosper. Kind of like they tried to do last year with Cam, but then Cam would. Throwing all the way or doing something terrible. His, like you his, said, he couldn't gain momentum. He would always go backwards. So Max seems to be able to build off of bad plays. Like second and 13 for him with, you know, it's, I know it's the number threes. Didn't seem like a problem. Honestly, seemed like, oh, he'll probably find someone open and throw him the ball. It's like, he, great. He's got a lot of Tom Brady 2000 to 2005 about him. You see that? Like the, the short throws the quick decisions and nice touch passes no bullets um <clears throat> he's got a lot of that vibe about him and, and and i hear 
that the players are genuinely excited and they think he's a leader. So unbelievable. Yeah. I'm excited. Couldn't be happier. Glad he won the job. He won it. Right. As far as backup quarterbacks, Brian Hoyer still thinks he's practicing game of this and he'll be on the ass. Do you think there's anyone they trade for like a Kyle Allen or no, you know, so I think there's a Gilbert got released from um, Dallas. I think that might be worthwhile as, as far as this, I wish we went for Minshew for a sec- sixth-round pick. Did you see that? But, yeah. But that's one of those things where another reason in the building, you trade for, you don't want him right after you're comfortable. If you play like shit again, <clears throat> like we're riding with you. You can just tell him that. Fromm got cut as well. Actions speak louder than words, James. Wow. Fromm from uh, Buffalo, huh? Yeah, he got cut. True yeah. actions do speak louder than words. So I give you Hoyer will be on the active roster. Garrett Gilbert is a practice. They like to carry three quarterbacks, and Stidham is. Uh, you think Stidham's of... back to this team? You think Stidham's back on this team? How good Gilbert is, but yes, and he'll be on. He'll go to the active. Do you know if Gilbert's a lefty to practice as Tua? Good thinking, though. Well, so <clears throat> now we know the centerpiece of the offense is going to be Mac Jones, and it's going to be recognized. That looks very similar. McDaniel's led unit. How excited is Josh? Oh my God, Josh McDaniel's like beaming. He must be. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard certain, like people be like, oh, you know, Bill, a lot of talk radio. I love listening to that shit. It's hilarious. Ryan, Ryan knows. Uh, all, you know, all these people go, oh, you know, but Bill didn't want to make the decision. It, he was coerced and all this stuff. And it's like, for anyone that thinks this decision was anything other than several people in that building talking for weeks and weeks and weeks about what to do is an idiot. It's not like yeah. they had one meeting at the end and was like, okay. Uh, you're making this decision and that's it. No, it's like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of discussing, this, this discussing. Is, this is classic the, Bill. And that, eating, okay, what do we think? Are we are we going to do it? Are we going with the kid or not? Yeah, we're going with the kid. Great. Everyone had to be on board for that decision. Right. You don't right. make that call without being like, how does everyone, is there anyone who's like, we need Cam? Because you could easily keep him. There's three million bucks. So I think it was back in 2000 or 2001, Belichick actually wanted to play Brady over Bledsoe because Brady was the better football player. He didn't. He wasn't prone to the mistakes. He wasn't going to beat himself. And I think that's something that you know Asante Samuel might disagree, but this guy he will do whatever is best for the football team. And if you're a better football player and you don't beat yourself, then Belichick's going to give you a look. And I mean, I value that. And I think Patriots Nation values that. And, you know, I, I, I am all about giving the better football player the look. Yeah, yep. it's the better football player right now, almost definitely. And down the road, mean the next uh, yeah. as he's available. So we have the cornerstone of the offense set for now, hopefully. And then you look around the rest of the offense. We got a strong offense. Or I don't know, 50 prediction, but they had yeah, no that's way so they stu- always care. So stupid when they so, like that. Stoked my guy, Yadni Kajust, made the team. Yeah, um, hopefully you can big. see simple action. Actually, hopefully stellar at this point. <clears throat> the other main chain the offense was we traded away, scored. He outscored the Rams by himself and won us, won us a. Yeah, um, it was a quick decision. I, you know, we all we all knew that we had a crowded running back room, and if they wanted to keep the upcoming talent, something was had to give at either the running back position, someone else. We didn't know if Brandon Bolden would make the team. He ended up in the team. Uh, I think Sony was good. I think he gets a lot of slack, uh, flack for being a first-round pick, which still seems like it was a little high. Uh, he that first Super Bowl, he was awesome for us, and he's you know been up and down since. 
Um, I wish him the best. It's just a matter of we have so much talent in that room, and he was kind of they didn't extend they didn't take his fifth year option, and he was like the odd man out. Is really how I feel about it. Yeah, I have a few things on the offense. Number one, uh, six running backs is a lot to carry, whether it's a fullback or not. Uh, Brandon Bolden makes the team for special teams again. I mean, this guy, nothing against him, but it's a lot of special teams players to carry for the same position. I would have kept you know? Sony over him. but it's, it's, Right. It's a bit It's a bit redundant to carry Brandon Bolden. I think he could probably have kept someone else in that spot. Uh, Sony Michelle, God bless him. He, he did a lot of good for this organization. Uh, you know, I wish him the best in the future. But when you look at uh, Damian Harris, who I think 100% is the bell cow, Stevenson on, on goal line, having lost that weight. And I said this even when he had the weight on. He's got very quick feet. He's got good feet. And without that weight on him, dude, he looks like a good. He looks like a number one running back without that weight on him. Um, and looks then, like a special player, right? And then another thing, there's two different things: it is depth at wide receiver and depth on the offensive line. As as far as the interior of that offensive line, it's not that deep. You look at Karras as a backup for center, and the guards, I believe, it's like uh, I guess Durant. Is a backup guard uh, on Wenu Mason, and there's another guard. It's not that deep on the interior of the, of the offensive line, and that troubles me a little bit. They got two, yeah, yeah the, you mentioned the two guys that are backups, and then they kept Her- Heron, the hero from Arizona from last year. He is one of the tackle best for Virginia. Yeah. All right, those tackles, though. I, those I think guys they, are both tackle. They just have Karras and, and Orphan. I, I guess yeah. they are both very good on uh, – they – the way they look, I mean, Heron, I feel like could be starting this at right tackle. Right, but he's a tackle. I'm, I'm more worried about the guard depth because if Anwenu or Mason goes down, I think your next up uh, is maybe what Durant. It's, it's Karras. Durant, it's Karras. Karras. And then Durant, and then so on the flip side too, we we, we can get into it later. But we do have Ferrance was is a center, and he's on the practice squad right now. He actually played really good in the preseason. He looked pretty damn good. And then that other dude, Redman, was a little. He's they cut him too. Yeah, it's. But he made the practice squad. He's got 32 career starts. But the thing I worry about with the practice, you don't carry him onto your roster. So if anyone could pick right. them up at any time, and then right, no, you're I, I kind of playing that. that game where if this get guy gets hurt, right, if this guy sketchy. gets injured, you're you're screwed. You know, and we're carrying six running backs. It always makes me a little bit nervous. You know. But the, that's a testament to how well those guys played. I mean, J.J. Taylor was playing the – you can't let him electric. Yeah, he played yeah. great. And he's going to push push uh, Bolshevsky or punt return duties. Bolshevsky, where are you? He literally. Yeah, so that that's a possibility where great Taylor point. can initial teams. And that could be your position. So then running backs were D's coming Do you know anything line. about that, Durant? Sorry, do you know anything about that dude, Durant? I know he had, he had a few stars for Kansas City. They traded for him. They must like the pro personnel staff. Must I'm... really like him. But their offensive line is garbage. I don't know why they were trading. I don't. I don't pretend they got Orlando Brown. Who was he's he should be a right tackle. He played well at left tackle for the Ravens. But Patrick Mahomes' yeah. whole game is scrambling around, buying time, making plays out of nothing. Orlando Brown at 306 be able to stand past for five to a joke to pretend. I yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I mean Durant, six six three thirty is twenty three years old. You get you get him for a seventh round pick out of Mizzou. He's six uh, six three thirty. Yeah, I mean he's Holy second year God. second year player. Big dude. I mean they must have seen something they liked to, to bring him in because I think it was just a seventh round pick. That's by low territory, man. I'm not, 
all about it. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Most of the seventh round. So then we know what the running game is going to be. The, the other questions are, you know, we carry three tight to Dalton. Casillas cannot wait. Uh, but then on the outside, you, the wide receiver expected a return man last year. Isaiah Zuber gets cut. Uh, I thought Zuber had a ch- He's got the hands. He's got good juice in his legs. Just doesn't yeah. have the hands. Wilkerson yeah. lands on the practice. Nikhil Harry, this is the big thing. Nikhil separates his shots, whatever the heck he does. And we <laughs> covered that. I know, Ryan, you probably have some thoughts about it. But he gets injured. And if they really don't like Nikhil, they throw him on IR. He shows an injury. He goes, never have to. But they yeah. didn't. They carried him to the 53-man room. Kept him for another full day. Actually cut Harvey Lange so they could claim their guy off a of waiver. And then they put Nikhil Harry on IR as soon as we... So it's like they went out of their way to keep... Which speaks speaks about that they they actually... They, they believe in Harry. They believe in Harry. And from what I've seen in training camp footage, he looks legit to me. He's, he's faced up against Jonathan Jones, just out jump balling him, getting open. I mean, you haven't... The thing with him is you haven't seen it in the games. And that's... I mean, that's the bottom line, right? If you don't do it in the Literally. games... So, I Especially mean, it's, that play, I mean, it didn't it's look tough to say. He's, to me, he's the only receiver on our team with number one wide receiver upside. So to let him go and let someone get him, it makes sense to keep him on the roster. As far as I can see from the rest of the guys, though, is they're all number twos or number yeah. threes. And it's it's tricky because you have a guy that that could really light it up with a number one wide receiver with Mac Jones. And I don't know. I feel like there's another move coming. Yeah, I with your last, uh, you know, especially your last statement there, I, I definitely agree that there could be another weapon coming on the outside. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that looks like. You know, sometimes there's surprise cuts and we try and grab someone or someone wasn't doing so favorably, had a lot of money, money tied up in them over free agent, uh, training camp. I'm sorry. So. Who knows what happens down the line. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a move, especially if they don't like what they see in the first couple of weeks. Having said that, um, you know, I think Myers Myers is going to kind of have to be a number one. It's a matter of if he can do it or not. I think Al Galore is a good number two, and Bourne's really a no, your number three. And I think that does, if Harry comes back, I agree it speaks volumes that they took the time and effort or all the, you know, logistics of it to get Harry um so we could get back in the building. And I think that puts him in the easiest position now. It's like, okay, hopefully we don't have to rely on him so strongly. Hopefully he can come in the game as a number three. You know, he right. can block anyways against the run game, which will help. But if he can come in, provide a couple plays, you know, here and there, doesn't need to be the number two or the number one, kind of like last year. And it's like, okay, a couple plays here, a couple plays there, start building momentum, get his feet under him again. And okay. Maybe maybe we can see that talent that everyone's been talking about or that we thought he had. Uh, obviously, the tight ends are going to be a huge part of this offense. I think even a CSC is going to get a lot of time, a lot of two tight end, big fullback, protect Mac, you know, give them easy throws and stuff like that to tight ends um, in the flats, things like that. So I think everyone on this team benefits from Mac Jones being their quarterback because he can throw the ball accurately and set them up to – for better play. I don't know if Gunner, hopefully he can do something. We'll see. He, he had some good plays. He had some bad drops too. So, but I, I would certainly welcome another receiver. It's, it's a little weird because as we've talked about in past shows, there was a lot of guys that became available after free agency had started that we didn't go for Julio Jones comes to mind. Um, you know, I think there were rumblings of other trades and stuff and we never really pulled the trigger. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did something else. 
Nelson Aguilar has shown nothing, and I think he can do something. I mean, the guy had like 900 yards last year and eight TDs. That's pretty. That's good. Like that's very solid. If that's your second or even possibly your first receiver, so hopefully they can tap into that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think uh, Aguilar is 28. Bourne's 26. Bourne runs very good routes when he's in there. Um, they use him sparingly. I think he's the guy that can get open the easiest. Him and Myers. Um, Aguilar is more of a stretch the field type of guy just to open things up underneath. And when those two tight ends come back, I think you're going to see Aguilar as a real threat. Whereas maybe he's right. Maybe he's just uh, he's a little bit underutilized without the tight ends underneath. When you have to when you have to account for these guys, all these guys underneath, Aguilar will become a much better player going over the top and really stretching the field like probably the last time we've had that was i think brandon cooks um so i'm excited man but i really think these two tight ends coming back when they when they come back will open up the field for harry and nagalore and all these guys i so. think john who's playing right john who's already playing i think when you when you look at the way the offense is structured to bring up ryan's early odds uh, brady were very simple 100 Yep. So I'd expect to, to have 104 in a yep. seal. Yeah, he is. There's also that 2012 where they had the tour big part. Shane Vereen is a pass catcher. Danny Wood. Brandon yeah. Lloyd in the mix. But yet, who's the number one on the poses? Gronkowski. But they would put five weapons. Where right now, we could put two receivers with James White and those two tight ends. Who are you not going to, like, who are you going to put your weakest? And yeah. That, that Mac Jones has shown the ability and making it. It's got the It'll makings be to be a pretty good offense. Obviously, they're going to rely heavily on the run. They're play that play action game got him out with mac protect i love mac. in the love mac right. protect <laughs> uh, but yeah it's it's going to be exciting to watch the offense you guys i think both brought that the defense stacked and i know that we we looked at the preseason i want to keep 40 guys when you just look at the depth chart unfortunately they cut back but they keep the bulk of it even they they could they have basically they could put out there feel pretty good about the literally the corner. like in literally. the front seven you could you could have a first team and a second rotate series. yeah absolutely i mean you know dietrich wise he's finally paying kind of in position i think as we've mentioned before at, at the end which is great he's got the the interior you know experience now playing where he's supposed to lawrence guy depending on how things shake out at defensive tackle he might even be the guy that comes in rotationally at a certain point, depending on how Godjob plays, depending on how Barrymore comes along, who seems like he's got a lot of potential. Carl Davis is enormous. He was like 340 pounds at, over or something. Henry Anderson's playing at the other end, and he was playing D-tackle last year. So they're just shutting down the run because it's been a problem for us in the past. Great to see that they addressed it. Um, and, you know, Judon is really a D-end, but they have him listed at linebacker. Hightower, Van Noy, this dude, Ronnie Perkins. Um, Uche looks like he's just going to be a really tough guy to deal with in the pass rush as a, you know, coming in, um, almost like a Jamie Collins type guy where he could rush over the, over the top and down, you know, over the center or around the outside. Bentley doesn't need to be relied on. He was our number one fucking linebacker last year. Now he's like number four, which is just fantastic. Winovich is going to be literally a pass rushing specialist, which we haven't had in years. Just someone to come in and rush the passer um I, i'm really excited about that front seven uh, we saw afrony jennings went to do you go to the pup or the ir the ir he's out for the season out for the season so developmental there year for him uh is coward coming back or is he done too coward's gone he's out out for the year so we have some people that i was expecting 
to be there. But, hey, we don't need him. We don't need him. Judon is going to be another dimensional player as long as he can obviously stay healthy, all of them. But um, he, he's, he's going to be a top-tier dude. He is a beast out there. And, you know, the secondary, I'm not even that worried because when you have such a good front seven, if it's going to be as advertised, that takes so much pressure off those man guys out back, you know. I mean, uh, J.C. Jackson's good. We like Johnny Jones. We haven't had he hasn't had to play a lot the preseason, which makes you forget about him a little bit. Um, I do think Joe, uh, you know, Joe Jones played well. I'm, he's he's I, had a couple good games there in the preseason where he's looked know, pretty. He's looked like he can actually play at an NFL level for the first time. And yeah, three, and I mean, uh, if he's on the number three or you know the outside guy who is the second receiver or whatever, it's not. Like, as long as everyone's doing what they're supposed to, I wouldn't put him on an island type of thing. Like, I do like seeing him with some safety help, but he is, you know, I'm not as scared. Everyone's like, oh, my God, he's terrible. He's terrible. It's like, why? Because he was bad last year, and this year he looks good. Like, sometimes it takes two years. Jalen Mills, I feel like, is a good slot guy and should be another free safety to help Devin. And then I like Adrian Phillips and Duggar. I think Duggar is going to take a step. I, I'm not too worried. You got Stephon Gilmore who has to come back between week six and ten, and if that's just an extra adrenaline shot, if they, I would love them to get it figured out because if you put him on this defense right now, it's arguably, you know, you could argue it as I mean, best, yeah, best you got play. right. You have a handful of guys on this defense that pop, and for me, it's a top five NFL defense. No matter how you slice it, no matter how you put people in different positions. Yeah. I mean, Godshaw has has even shown signs at, at D tackle. I love Lawrence Guy as a D tackle instead of a DN. Um, Barmore, you saw in game three, they've been using him in lim- limited capacity, but you saw in that first quarter and multiple plays, just an insane push off where him and him and Uche are on the same side of the line, and the Giants didn't know what to do with it. Um, Uche to me has breakout player written all over him. Judon, for me, is an all-pro. Hightower is solid. Duggar looks like he's ready for a huge step up. Yeah. It's, it's just positives all the way across the board. I mean, we cut Miles Bryant and, and I think put him on the practice squad. That's a player I think that has a, has a ton of potential. Absolutely. Uh, I really like him. Yeah. J.C. Jackson. I mean, we could go on and on about this defense. It's just very deep no matter how you slice it. There's a lot of guys that can play multiple positions. Uh, Mills can play in the slot. Sean Wade, who we brought over for a seventh-round pick, who I talked about pre, pre-draft um, from Ohio State, who's excellent for Ohio State in the slot. They moved him to the to outside corner his junior year, and he didn't do so well. Now, Baltimore drafted him, and he was absolutely dominating. Dominating. I think he had the lowest uh, passes pass average against. Really? Yeah, he had the lowest pass average against, I think, in the NFL. In preseason, and we we traded I think something very minimal for him to bring him over. Fifth and a seventh or something. It's a twenty yeah. twenty. That's a high potential player to bring that kind of talent in. I think even out of high school, he was like a top ten high school recruit coming in. There's a lot of promising young pieces on this defense. He's tall too, six one. He's he's a. I'm telling you, man, this defense is – this is the least of my concerns. I think they're a top-five defense any way, you, any way you slice it. They're going to be stout, you guys. The main thing you would have is you got one in the puplet, a guy that's going to – as long as he's going to come back in October. He has boom, to. The defensive player of the year inserted. Yeah. And they have the – they just got to make – you bring up – Sean Wade's a, a great thing. To, high, high, t- great – Belichick and pigeonholing him, exactly what they want. 
how good has Malcolm Butler, like how yeah. much better did Sean Gilmore, he walked in yeah. the room. How, how many people were interested in Jay Jackson? Right. And now yeah, he's a... in the top top 50. Yeah. It's like, they do such a great job. He's just a ball of wax that they're going to try to mold to do it. I don't know if any coaching staff can do it. It's that price Listen, tag. I'll... Sean Wade is a blue chip talent that you got for pennies on the dollar from a team that's a rival. I don't know how that happens, but kudos to you for making it happen. Where'd he come uh, from again? Ohio State. No, no. Uh, who had him? Baltimore. That's a wild one, huh? I don't know how you got him for that price, especially when you look at his PFF ratings, all that kind of shit against how he was playing in the preseason. It was like almost zero, the completions against him in the preseason. Like, this guy was absolutely killing it. You brought him in for nothing. It's, it's a win-win. So the the only question mark there is why would maybe yeah. he didn't fit in the back already. The yeah. only other spot, free safety, Devin McCourty rule. McCourty has, oh, I don't even want to say it. He's been remarkably healthy for a good... Oh, knock on wood. Knock know, on wood. Right? I know. I got a fake wood desk here. Knock on it. That's probably going to make it. it. But <clears throat> McCourty is, has been tremendous in that role, and, and I hope he plays there. There's nobody under to take that over. John Spillover being a safety. How the coverage is dictated. Jalen Mills have flexed in the Patrick. Kyle Dutt, Patrick. Jalen Mills. So I'm really interested how that. I also love to hear the shit talk between Jalen and Wade because Jalen Mills came from LSU. John Wade obviously from a state. And the two premier powerhouses love, love to hear the shit talking. Uh, I, th- I think yeah. Jalen Mills is the, the backup to McCourty. If McCourty were, unfortunately, to go down, which let's all knock on wood that that never happens because he's so solid in that role. Um but, yeah, I hear you on the LSU thing. They got, I mean, the next class coming out is even more stacked than, than the last, so. It's impossible <laughs> to, to fathom, pump out. In the the yeah. one other thing, and probably could have, the coaching defensive gets helmed, but then you got Steve Belichick, a guy in the Rod Mayo, a quick riser, Matt Patricia, say what you want about this guy, voice in the coaching. So he's oh there as well. All kinds of brain power. Guys that have, and know how to get the best out of left and they're just, they're going to be solid. They solid. I think offensive with that step, this is going to be a special, the big change. Obviously, Jake Bates, they have good, good punt return, good punt team, uh, good kickoff team. Only change. Nick Folk, Fat Folk, is out on the open market again. So they decide to go kicker on the team, Quinn Norby. Nordine. Nordine. I don't know. It's too close to like Canadian Nord. Maybe he is Canadian. Quinn yeah. Nordine. So he's got a huge leg. He had an up and down preseason. It sounded, and he he was available. Nick Folk was hurt, and uh, yeah, extra it's points. A big opportunity I, for I'm worried about the extra points. That's what he kid's got a leg, but one of those things needs to make extra uh, make extra points. And he had some trouble. I had some trouble with extra points. So I don't know if that if he misses a few in a row, do they start going with for two? I don't know what the the plan is there. Hopefully he can get his act together on like you you know I think you've said it before, Granny. Like you. Like you want them to be near, you know, ninety plus percent from forty yards in, and you know, ninety five percent what extra points? I mean, you got to be almost routine on extra. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. I think the extra points are troubling, but you look at the long term potential and, and distance. Yeah, he's kick. got a leg. He's got a leg. Yeah, you look at the distance kicks over the experience and the, and the shorter kicks, and and I think Nordine's kind of the 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 answer for the future if if there was one. You know, someone you didn't draft, you, you bought low on. Um, someone to kind of grow with this team. I think the, the sky's the limit with this kid, but you, you got to make your extra points. And I agree with you there. Wrong pains. Good-looking kid, too, by the way. <laughs> Is he? Oh, good. Just like... Looks like a, it looks like a model, doesn't he? Holy... I don't know. I haven't seen him. i got to pull up some pictures. That's a, that's oh, a very... God. I think he's a kind of modeling. Patriots kicker. Adam I mean, Terry, good-looking. Hey, between, 
between Quinn Nordeen and Jake Bailey, I think we got the best looking kickers in in, in the league. You know, there's no there's no Jorge Jorge Cantus on the on this roster. <laughs> I don't know the reference. <laughs> I don't either, but he sounds he just sounds ugly. Oh, Jorge Cantu, man, he used to play for the Rays. He had a double Rays a baseball player. He had like the acne scarred face. Oh my god, tough just break. Hideous. Jorge, if you're listening, you're doing just fine, man. You made it to Major League Baseball. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, here we are, you know, September 1st. The next uh, first game is, is against the Bins Info. They would go to Miami. We'll have another yeah. uh, before that game to preview and everything. Crazy. I don't know. Great. Why is it so late in the year? Stupid Labor Day. Know, be right? August. Be August, you know? That's what, I mean, there should be some football in August, I would think. Be nice. You know? College That's... football started last week. We'll taste it. Very good college football games coming up. I think uh, Clemson and Georgia start the season. So, uh, good dogs. Oh, wow. A good one. So, uh, yeah, lots to look forward to with this team. I think they're they're loaded. There's a couple of tweaks that moving in the right direction. Yeah. In a week or to preview the actual Mac for a bound. So, <laughs> look at that, right? Everybody week get four, dude. Week four. Week four, obviously. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the, the Patriots Bucks game every uh, week. Yeah, pretty much. Any final yeah. thoughts for you guys? Just one more thought for me. Um, year three, Winovich does not seem to be getting in there. Um, yeah. Unless it's pass rush situations, and that is a little bit troubling to me. Um, the, the way they're sparingly use him, that's the last thing I'll, I'll say about that, but yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit troubling for me. I think he's he's kind of on his way out. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that point. Uh, Winovich, like he's slightly falling out of favor. We will see. Uh, really briefly, I just want to mention, I, I really like our practice squad this year. Um, I like that they've extended the rules that veterans can make it to the practice squad. we got Matt Lacoste back, who's been on our team for years now. We mentioned Miles Bryant. We mentioned Alex Redman. Trey Nixon was a seventh-rounder who made it. Bill Murray, I thought he played great. There just wasn't room for him. He's an undrafted rookie from last year. He looked like he was better than all the twos and threes he was playing with at the end of the games. Uh, Christian Wilkerson had, you know, was kind caught some fire at the beginning of training camp. I'm happy we got him back. D'Angelo Ross, another dude me and Ryan talked about, and Sean, we talked about. I mean, he, he had a really good training camp at cornerback, just, you know, doesn't have the experience yet to make the team, but I like that. Apparently, you know, Falk is still there. The dude Bauer made a uh, practice squad, which he was okay. James Ferentz, and I think might be an actual player. I don't know much about Will Sherman, but. Uh, a couple other people that I don't really know or care about, but you know that long list of guys I thought is good. So was there anyone around the league that got cut that stood out? Yeah, to you? I want to ask you. Anyone you saw, Granny? Not really. Um, Richard Sherman. Um, Sherman got cut. There's a couple of receivers. I think uh, Oakland released John Brown. Uh, he asked. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah. Uh, there was Rashad Perryman who. Was a name. He really didn't do much, though. He was good, but it speaks to the incompetent. If you're if you're in a survivor, they also released Amir Abdullah, which caught my attention. I don't know why. I, I running I, back, right? Yeah, running back. That that one kind of caught me by surprise, but he's bounced around uh, a bit. Pernell, yeah. and Griffin's already the the Lions. <laughs> Cincinnati released who, a couple. Who lost both their kickers? The the, the Lions. I'm just shitting both? up Dan Campbell. Oh, uh, the Chargers released Michael Bat uh, Badgley. Bagley? I don't know. Their kicker. Yeah, and they, they brought in Vizcaino or someone like that. Um, wow, it seems like kicker's going to be a really fucked up so, this year. Yeah, I mean, if Nordine shits the bed, we could always bring in Folk or, or maybe even someone else. So, you know, 
Dude, if folk, if these if kickers as big of a situation as it sounds like, folk probably won't last. Folk was solid, dude. He was solid. Uh, I mean, no argument here. <laughs> wasn't yeah, wasn't that much fireworks. The Patriots right, was trading Patri- something cam things. It was the Patriots that made the waves this year. Yeah, yeah, as usual. Yeah. Love it, yeah. love it. All right, why don't we wrap this thing up? Okay. All right. Well, um, thank you all for listening. Get stoked for another Patriots season. This one is write it down. Eleven, write it down. I like it. Yeah, I'm going twelve and five. Twelve and, and five. Uh, it's yeah. good to be back. And um, I like twelve been, and five. Been busy, and uh, it's good to be back. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Take care. Adios.